This is Shane Gibson's social media podcast from ClosingBigger.net. This podcast is called The Seven Sins of Social Media Citizens. And I guess why I call this The Seven Sins of Social Media Citizens and not Social Media Marketers or The Seven Sins of Citizens is, well, just that. As people who utilize social media, whether it's on a Ning group specifically for lawyers or it's on a LinkedIn group specifically focused on for teachers or it's a Facebook page about knitting. It doesn't really matter. They're all communities in essence. And on a greater picture, what I'm really talking about is most of us are active in our communities. And we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on LinkedIn, we're blogging. And we have a large reach and a large number of people who we are virtually connected with and physically connected with in the real world as well. And I look at the number of sins committed. Now, I use the word sin almost as a... Uh, you know, I was apprehensive to use that title, to be honest, but then I thought about it. It is great because, you know, many of us throw rocks at other people and we live in glass houses. We criticize other people of sinning uh, in, a, in a biblical sense. And yet, at the same time, many people are doing it uh, themselves, whether it's a white lie uh, on their tax return uh, or you name it. And so, from this perspective, I think many of us, including myself, are guilty of these social media sins. But I think it's good to look at them, be aware of them, and own it as leaders. And I think this is the key is as a leader, you have way more responsibility when you're aware. You're aware of your impact on other people. You're aware of the good and bad things you can do. You're aware of the power and influence you have, and yet you ignore it. In fact, I would say uh, the, the real people who create the most devastating sins socially are the ones that know better and continue to do it. So I'm going to share these, and I'm going to be the first one to say that I am throwing rocks from a glass house that I have, in many cases, uh, sinned in these many ways, but here we go. I'm going to share them with you. Here's my seven sins of social media citizens. Number one, big one, entertaining rumor. If you're listening to my podcast, you know who you are. Uh, hey, I've done it too. Uh, but I'm amazed, and I think people don't realize, is that when we entertain rumor, uh, and I'm talking specifically from a social media perspective. Have you heard or did you know or here's what's going on or maybe this is occurring? Whether we're passing, passing these messages through direct messages or we've observed people online and offline. We're whispering over someone's shoulder saying, hey, did you know this? Or looking for the latest gossip in our industry and, and posting content and, and ranting about it. I think at the end of the day, be really careful. Be really careful with the information you receive and its source. And really ask the question, by sharing this, am I helping anybody? By sharing this, am I, am I saving anybody from harm? If you're not helping anybody and you're not saving anybody from harm, but you're simply talking about somebody else, virtually or in the real world, uh, for entertainment value, realize that it does major damage. In fact, in fact, there was a few couple individuals who recently I was looking at doing business with and, and probably out of good luck, uh, it didn't work out. And yet, you know, in hindsight, as I observe this per these people at social media functions, uh, again, offline functions, uh, connecting people who were connected online in real life, uh, and I heard their topic of conversation. It was mostly about he said, she said, and hearsay about others, and reveling in things that have gone wrong for others. And what's interesting is people nod their head, they smile, they even ask questions. But when the person leaves the room, again, I guess a little bit of more back talk, uh, they're the first ones to say, wow, I'd be careful 
careful what I say to that individual. And boy, would you like that person working for your company, knowing that the minute things go south, they're talking about your business, your community, or whatever else is happening. So rumor. Rumor, all it does serve to do is to create distance between you and other people, to violate trust and to make people mistrust us to a large degree. So that's the first sin of social media citizens is rumor. It doesn't serve anybody. It doesn't help anybody. Stop doing it. Number two, forgetting where you started. Uh, This could be simple as pulling a quote up in a presentation and neglecting the quote the person it came from. This is simple as really... Uh, starting off maybe um, as a food blogger, uh, really just blogging about you know what you're eating that day, uh, building your profile, all of a sudden you have more than your mom reading your blog and you get an ego about it uh, and you stop associating with the people that you used to associate with uh, or it's someone who's launched a startup and all of a sudden is highly successful and no longer has time for the community uh, that really helped them build their business initially and get them connected and get them rolling and help them out. So forgetting where you started is another big error, I believe. I believe we've always got to remember the community came from, the parents that brought us into this world, and the mentors and the personal network that help us get started. Number three, joining community solely for personal growth. Now, I don't mean like personal growth in a good way. I mean personal growth is in social climbing. Uh, I've seen people run meetup groups uh, in the community who actually sign up for other meetup groups, attend events, and collect business cards for the sole purpose to increase the numbers in their group. Their sole purpose was not to show up and contribute to that group, but actually just to simply make connections to grow their own community. And in many cases, what happens is when really good stuff is happening, people have opportunities and they want to collaborate, they're the last person they'll get invited to the inner circle, to the event. Because at the end of the day, They are just looking at what they can get out instead of what they can put in. Number four, disengaging once we are launched. So we build the community. We hang out with the people that can connect with us. We rub elbows with the influencers. Uh, We ask for help in volunteering and we connect and contribute on our own and do all these great things and really become part of that community. And all of a sudden our business launches, our blog takes off through through the roof. We're asked to speak at community events or we just get so many clients, it's unbelievable. And what do we do? We stop showing up. We stop helping and contributing to the community, whether it's a a friendly tweet about what someone's doing uh, or it's connecting with them uh, and making a comment on their blog or it's taking the time out of our busy schedule because, oh, we're just too busy to show up at the odd community function and give back. What happens when we disengage? What happens when we're out of sight, out of mind? Many people suspect or feel like they've just been used, right or wrong. Now, there's many times in my life, uh, I go back a year and a bit ago, and I had a very significantly difficult time personally from a family perspective, which pulled me away from my social network and my business for many months. Uh, now, what's interesting is I guess you also know your true friends is I've had people in the community knew this and assumed that I'd be back. And others, because they didn't know the story, immediately wrote me off. It took me quite a while to regain those connections and to fill that void uh, from that gap in time. So here's some advice. If you disengage and if you need to step out of the community for a period of time, reach out to the key influencers and the people that have helped you and those valid people and those loyal people that are a member of your community and let them know you'll be disengaged for a while, but you'll be back. I think too often, though, what happens is people dip into a community, they contribute, they get the learning and the lessons they want, and they move on. And going back to number two, they forgot where they started from. Number five, 
repurposing without credit. This is a big one. I kind of alluded to that earlier on about forgetting where you started in. But, you know, it's a huge one. You know, you see a video that's interesting that someone's produced or someone's shared, and it's a connection, and they've tweeted it out on Twitter, and you quickly share the same link. You know, it just takes a second to give attribution as to where you found it. And what it does is when you give attribution, it has a double benefit. Number one, it mitigates any risk. If you picked a photo off of someone's site or someone's Flickr stream or using on your blog post, and you don't give attribution, it can negatively affect your brand or even cost you money when Getty Images sues you or someone else sues you uh, or someone else posts a bad blog post about you. But in addition to this, if you do give credit where credit is due, it shows that you're, A, a bigger person and a stronger brand and a stronger personality, but it also builds community. Often when you give people recognition, they just look for reasons to give you recognition as well. Number six This is a big one. This comes in many forms. This is a tough one. This is something I've done myself and then have to own it later on. And here it is. Number six is using your voice to bully others, whether it's just bully them out of their opinions because you have a different opinion. And there's a difference between really good online debate and bullying. And I think good online debate is where someone has said something wrong or off base and you've come in in a humble way and you've corrected them and asked them if they thought about things in another way, in another perspective. To bully another individual is number one, to come in and criticize them as a person based upon the particular update they've made, the post they've made, the blog entry. In other words, uh, you've judged them for their misjudgment. Okay, that's, that's number one, I think. Now, the other form of bullying is simply you have an opinion and you get into it with somebody or a brand and before you resolve it in private, you immediately make it public and attack them. I think that's another way to abuse your social media voice. And a final f- variation of that is when you Twitter mob somebody, you Facebook mob somebody, you, you attack them in many other ways. This is where you have an issue or a beef with somebody and you organize several other people to approach them and push negative comments at them to criticize them and almost to bully them off a Facebook group, a page, or the internet. I think if something, some, someone's done something very wrong ethically, I think there's some room for that if you exhausted all their channels. But my thing is that often I see it's ego-driven and people use it as a first defense or a first line of attack when they don't agree with somebody politically or from a business perspective or from a social or community perspective. And at the end of the day, when we use our voice to bully others, even our closest allies will be very apprehensive of being totally open and connected to us. And number seven, number seven, one of the big seven sins of social media citizens is building blockades offline. And I think that lies right back to entertaining entertaining rumor and right back to forgetting where you started at and kind of right back to disengaging once we were launched is that if we if someone's good enough to share our links on Twitter and to build community with us online uh, and to vote things up for us and to conclude to contribute and collaborate as a tribe, uh, you know, I think that when we have these offline events, that we're not exclusive, that we're inclusive, that everybody's included, uh, that everybody is interacted with on a personal level, uh, that when those opportunities happen to engage, that we don't take our five favorite Twitter influencers and tweet to the world how we're hanging out, that once in a while, not always, but once in a while, you know, we do make sure that we open up and connect with everybody. I think too often, yeah, Twitter is a online sort of free-for-all from a networking perspective. But then you ask somebody and they say, well, well I wouldn't actually hang with, out with them offline. My question is, is if they're good enough to promote your product, 
your service or your business online, why aren't they good enough to hang out with you, to connect with you, to be part of your brand offline? So that's a big one. So again, the seven sins of social media citizens. Number one, entertaining rumor. Number two, forgetting where you started. Number three, joining communities solely for personal growth or, or uh, profit. Four, disengaging once we are launched. Five, repurposing without credit. Six, using your voice to bully others or just criticize others. And my thought is take the high road. And number seven is building blockades offline or being exclusive instead of inclusive with your own personal time on the offline basis. So why do I share all these? Well, I think these are all, today people don't buy from brands, they buy from people. And how we behave, whether it's in a professional capacity or in a personal capacity, it affects the brands we're connected with, the communities we're connected with, and initiatives we're connected with. And I believe that if we truly want to be thought leaders and we truly want to be successful long term and be truly enchanting, as Guy Kawasaki talks about it, that we need to heed and pay notice to these key areas where we can fall down. This is Shane Gibson's podcast from ClosingBigger.net. If you're looking for a speaker at your next conference, email me, shane at socialize.me. And if you're looking to give me feedback on this post, you can come on and comment at ClosingBigger.net or tweet me at Shane Gibson.